Hello, and welcome to Light Above Solitude, a podcast for the multifaceted soul currently in search of that special spark. I'm your host, Kalia. Light Above Solitude illuminates your path to self-discovery and growth on a soul level through mindset, holistic health, intentional living, and the exploration of elements and tools used in modern spirituality. This podcast is for the woman who doesn't feel completely safe to be authentic. I am here to tell you, you were born to stand out. I am ready to guide you out of solitude and into the light of hope, love, and freedom. I'm here to share stories and lessons learned on my journey from the dark side of depression into the light of alignment. I will also invite guests to chat on their expertise along the way, so make sure you stay connected at lightabovesolitude.com. All right, time to get lit. Welcome to my Owning My Truth series. I decided to start this podcast off with a little mini series I called Owning My Truth, where I give you a little insight on a few lessons and mindset shifts I have learned along the way. I thought this would be a good way for you to get to know me better before we got started. After this series, the podcast will transition into weekly episodes and include guest chats from time to time. So let's dive in. Just a little disclaimer, this episode contains audio taken from a video that was originally streamed live into another platform, so please excuse any of the sound difference you might hear and any other side chatter that may occur. If you would like to follow me in my Facebook group to check some of these shows out live while they are on the air, the link should be in the show notes below, and thank you for your consideration. I named this live Trusting My Intuition, which is something I've done since long, as long as I can remember, but I have never fully grasped what I was actually doing and how important it would actually be in my life in general. Um, Going with your gut as a child or even a young adult is really hard to explain to others, um, especially adults like my parents and stuff. Um, I have been called irresponsible and reckless and lazy, all for doing so, but um, I will tell you that it has never steered me wrong as long as I have listened. (laughs) And it's the times when I have ignored my intuition is when it has become troublesome. So, I'm still chilly. I have tea here. I'm trying to keep my hands warm. Might have to kick on our heater soon, which is silly because it's only like, it's 65 in here, <laughs> which really isn't that cold. Um, so anyway, what prompted this topic? It has been brought to my attention in the last couple of weeks that I have not shared enough of my story with all of you yet, um, especially if you are new here. Um, and by the way, thank you for joining the pack, and I am beyond grateful that you have decided to trust me with your time, which is the most important and precious resource we have. So thank you for being here. But my intuition has been prompting me 
to give myself a challenge after seeing my new friend Jessica, who I am super excited for you guys to meet in the next couple weeks. Um, she did a 30-day Owning Your Truth segment in her Facebook group. And as you know, I am like a true firm believer in the power of sharing your story. So I decided I'd listen to my intuition once again and take that challenge on myself. So I know that this month, October 2020, is going to be a crucial month for all of us. I can just feel it. Um, if you follow any of the astrological stuff, which I'm very, very basic in, um, there's a lot going on there. Um, but I've personally been called to actively shed a lot of my past hurts so that I'm able to move on in the way I am meant to. And that kind of prompted my um, fall shedding posts that you guys responded to. And I'm so excited that I'm not the only one going through this right now. <laughs> but um, one of the best ways to heal from these things is to really own them and start using them for good for your own good. So I think now is the perfect time to do this. And um, not only because we have new friends in the group who are not for familiar with me, um, my past and my stories, but personally, this is a good time for me because in the past 13 years, um, this time of year has been super difficult for me. Um, so many things in my life seem to have culminated during the fall, which I find super interesting looking back on. Um, but this year, happy 2020 has been different for various reasons. Um, and I know you guys know it's been very different <laughs> to everyone's feeling it. Um, but I, I believe that this year it is time to fully step up and reclaim my love and respect for the season. And I can do that through this Owning Your Truth Challenge. So starting Saturday, you guys, the 10th, I will be sharing stories and lessons from my journey. Some of these stories I have told, so you might hear some repeats. Some stories I have never shared before. Um, and some things um, are just things that I've discovered about myself and how I tick and, and have helped me um, grow in this aspect. So my intent in sharing my experiences is that these things will act as a catalyst for your own growth and your own reflection on your past experiences because everything up until now has brought you to this very point in your life. And for that reason alone, I believe that we need to really honor those memories for what they were and what they taught us. And that includes <laughs> those memories that are difficult, those memories that we have felt guilt and, and shame around at one point and another, um, because there is a lesson in each one of those experiences. And that is the only thing that we must bring with us into the future, um, the lesson that you have learned from those things. So. Also, a little disclaimer about owning your truth is that everyone has their own version of the truth. No two people experience the same event or the same situation in the same way. 
I used to say they're mostly joking, but I still kind of stand by it, that there are three sides to every story, his, hers, and the truth. <laughs> and there has been numerous studies on the human mind and how it takes in information and how it processes it through our own paradigms and our own filters. And then we believe full-heartedly what we thought we saw as being our truth. There was a really interesting study um, on a car wreck where they placed a group of people in, this, in the exact same area to unknowingly witness this staged car accident, the staged car wreck. And then afterwards, when they were asked to explain the situation, people gave numerous different accounts of on the like simple things like what color the car was like and i find that fascinating so why am i telling you this <laughs> because these things i'm going to share with you are my truths these are some things that have um come up to for me up until this point um i might learn later another lesson from them or i might start viewing them in another light all of that is okay because each one of us is still growing and learning and and that's that's fine that's how it's supposed to be so some of you in the group were with me on this journey when some of these things were happening and could have experienced them completely differently um knowing the people who are in the group right now who who were with me on this journey i know that they were very close to me and they probably will not be surprised at some of the stories i'm telling but they have their own version of the truth too so if you are ever afraid of sharing your truth because you know that there's others around you that didn't experience or feel or feel differently about what they experienced than you do this right here is your permission to own what you feel, to share your truth, because every viewpoint is valid and, and that includes your own. Do never dismiss your own truth. Do not hide or shy away from your feelings or experiences due to other people. So with all that being said, um, I would like to stay on this topic and I'm going to share a small story with you about how my intuition and my love for animals has led, had led me to my very first apartment. So, um, <laughs> a little backstory is that I was with my very first um adult relationship and at the time we had been living with his parents and it was very crowded we needed our own space and uh, a lot of the times i was um sleeping on the couch so we were trying to find our first apartment but this boyfriend at the time was about two and a half years older than me and had already had the moving out experience and so two years prior to this, he had um, bit, had a bachelor pad, let's <laughs> just put it that way. And him and his roommates um, got evicted and 
evictions last on your record for seven years, if you did not know that. I don't know if that's a general term, a general rule or just a Washington rule, but um, so that's basically, it makes it impossible for people to look past your rental history to give you an apartment. So he was at work and I had the day off and I decided that I was going to take that whole day off to look for an apartment. And I literally went around all, like, went to every apartment in town that I could find that had, like, a now leasing or a vacancy or anything. And I stopped in and I talked to the managers and I knew, I knew that no one was going to take me serious as soon as I said that my boyfriend had an eviction on his history. But I'd go, I'd take each step further and further to see how far I could get in the process before I had to let them know this piece of information. And they showed me the most horrible, a side note, they showed me the most horrible apartments, uh, 70s shag rug where they said, oh, we have, we have a one bedroom available for you, available for viewing. And they took me in and the first thing I see is this dirty twin mattress on the floor. And I'm like, how is this ready for viewing? <laughs> like, with the green, avocado green shag carpeting, like, it was crazy. So, let down after let down after let down after either not finding the right place or telling them about the eviction and just getting laughed at. And it was early afternoon when I decided I needed to take a break. And I pulled over into a church parking lot, which is interesting to think about because that church ended up playing a huge um, part later on in my life, which I didn't even know it was a church at the time I stopped. I just wanted an empty parking lot. I had been going through, I'm going to age myself here <laughs> a little bit. I had been going through a free little nickel classified paper, seeing if there was any rentals available. And I had been crossing them off, you know, straight out of, you know, the 90s movies. <laughs> I've been crossing them off. And I just felt so defeated. I hadn't eaten that day. I was stressed out for the type of apartments we were seeing. I was seeing, I was stressed out with the situation and feeling super hopeless that we would never be able to get a place in the next like four years because his eviction was only two and a half, three years old. And I, this was my first apartment, so I had zero rental history. So it's not even like I could vouch for him because they didn't know who I was. So I sat there, little nickel in my hand, sitting in the car, and I decided I'd just call him on his lunch break and let him know that this was turning out to be the mission from H-E Double Hockey Sticks. <laughs> so I called him, and as I'm scrolling through, I'm like, oh, let's look at the other classifieds. Oh my gosh, you guys, there was free kittens. Kittens! I tell you, I have always been led by animals, and that's obviously what led me to starting a business around animals, dogs in particular. But as I'm talking to him on the phone, I go, I don't know. I feel really, really drawn for a pick-me-up right now, and I see 
this free kittens ad if i just go and i spend some time with kittens i'm going to feel so much better and so much more energized to be able to keep this search up right he goes no we can't get any kittens we don't even have a place to live like there's no way you're gonna go look at those kittens absolutely not well we hang up the phone <laughs> and of course I kind of have a tinge of rebel in my heart. And so I'm like, you can't tell me what I'm going to do. I know that I want to go look at these kittens. So I call the number and the lady says, oh, yeah, uh, sure. I'm, I'm available right now. You can come. We're actually at this address. I'm in the manager of Brigadoon Apartments. And I go shoot, did I already see these people? Where's that, where's that apartment complex? What are you talking about? Oh no, maybe I got in too deep, right? And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll be there in like 15 minutes. So I drive to this apartment complex, which ends up being less than a mile, I would say maybe even a half a mile from A, where we were living now. And it was super, super close to the college. I was going to college at the time. It was across the street from the college. I had no idea how I missed that apartment complex, but I drove up, saw the manager office sign, pulled in. This lady was super sweet. And of course she thinks I'm there for the kittens, which I was, but um, knowing that I couldn't get one, and we're playing with the kittens. She had this adorable, solid black cat. You know, they were like this big. Anyway, so uh, I finally had my moment to say, you know, it's um, actually quite interesting that I've spent my whole day looking for an apartment. And I answered your ad and you are the manager here. <laughs> And she's like, oh, what are you looking for? And I was like, well, it's just me and my boyfriend and we're looking for a one bedroom apartment. And at that moment I said, you've wasted your whole day and wasted everyone else's day by, by asking them for what they have available, knowing that you wouldn't be able to get it. So in that very second, knowing that I didn't come there for the apartment, I decided to own my truth and say, but I'm not having much luck because my boyfriend has um a eviction on his rental history from like three years ago and it's like i didn't even say that fact she just oh well let me show you what i have it was like no like she didn't even listen to that part of the story she just literally walked over to a key cabinet grabbed the keys we left the kittens in the room and she walked me across the complex into this like dream apartment like it was like everything i could have imagined and it like was second story because i'm i'm really like into second story even though it sucks to move and stuff second story it was uh the back was facing like a marshy pond where you could hear the frogs which i really dig like everything was amazing and then she told me the price <laughs> which of course was a little bit out of our budget, but um, 
I ended up coming back to my boyfriend and telling him what happened and then asking her later what other apartment she had that was a little bit cheaper. And we actually ended up moving into my very first apartment there because I answered an ad about a kitten. (laughs) And the really funny part is that that same apartment that I fell in love with, the one that she showed me that was out of price range, we ended up moving into later. And I ended up um, getting to enjoy that apartment as well. So that's a little story about how I found my first apartment, how I listened to my gut, didn't let anyone tell me that you're crazy and you shouldn't be doing this. I own my truth that I love animals and it led me to exactly what we needed at exactly the right time. So I hope (laughs) that you enjoyed that story um, and be on the lookout for other stories that are a little bit deeper, a little bit funnier, a little bit everything. I don't know. I have a wide mix of things that I can share with you guys, and I will be starting on Saturday. And um, feel free to start sharing your stories as well if you're called to. I am also super excited, like I said last week, to bring in next week through the end of the month. I have beautiful ladies coming in. during this time slot to share with you some of their stories. So be on the lookout for that. And I love you guys. Have a fantastic week. And I want you guys to remember to grow through what you go through because that is what it's all about. And to step up and own your truth like I will be doing. So Thank you for holding this space for me. I love you guys. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Let me take this time to remind you, stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected, but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad-free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com support. While you're there, check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right-hand corner. Until next time, friends, I love you.